guys, welcome to Cold Film and Review, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, we ask the question, what's for dinner? Because we're talking about Microwave Massacre, so let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> where in the hell are we? If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing has turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's stand on. No. Wolfman's gone. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get older, they stay the same age. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining the cult. I'm your host, Cody Everett. We appreciate you joining us wherever you are right now. But do me a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We'll give you a shout-out at the end of the show. We got some international ones to do. Shout-out! Shout out. We'll be doing those here shortly. But if you would like a shout-out at the end of the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. Then head over to our YouTube page where we now... Have some things available. I've been saying it for a while. You've been saying it. <laughs> and now we have some things available. Uh, we got a new series that has uh, just launched on uh, uh, this YouTube. YouTube. Yep. What we're talking about, that platform. That's yep. where we've been. That's where we're at right now. Uh, that just launched on YouTube just that you can check it. out. Uh, the Basement is one of them. This is very cool. This is this comes from our intern. Mm. Steve the intern. Stevie. Resident intern. Is yeah. that what you would call it? I don't know. I don't know what you would call it. But uh, he has been with us for, for, for a while now and has really helped us out with live events and, and things like that. And this is a guy that we we, we, we trust. And he's he's hitting some very underground stuff in this in this show. So take a look for those. I believe those are going to be releasing once a week. So we'll figure out the, the day exactly. Uh, but we got 10 episodes in the first season, so make sure you go and check those out right now. Available. And also, the first episode of Video Store Dropout is available. If you haven't checked that out, go check that out. We have 100 episodes up of the actual show that you can listen to and even all the promo videos. So please go to our YouTube now and, and check it out because we're providing you content there, too. Then... Head over to redbubble.com and purchase yourself a shirt, CFIR, in the search bar. And one last thing, but it actually pertains to this movie. This is I know, it's a long one, guys. It's a long intro. I apologize before we get to the, the crew here. But we are now adding fan picks into our rotation of, of, of movies, and we would like to know what you guys want us to review. Now, there's a lot of you that have sent us stuff, but it's all over the place, and we can't keep track of it. So we're asking you to send them to cultfilmandreview at gmail.com. And we will get them there, and we will put them in. The, they're, they're now going to be the fifth movie in our rotation. We're going to have a fan pick, like tonight, because we're talking about Microwave Massacre. But before we do, as always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hey, everybody. All right, guys. So like I said, this is a fan pick. Microwave Massacre was directed by Wayne Berwick and came out in 1983, and that's about what we know about it. Yeah, there's not. <laughs> a, not a <laughs> so there's is put out by Arrow the, Video in the last few years. Yeah. This this is a fan pick, like we said, um, a we, long fan pick, yes. long time coming fan pick. Uh, this is was uh, uh, Jean, Jean Le Renard, long time listener. Yeah, has been asking us to, to review this movie for I feel like three years. It feels like it's been that long. 
since we started when we initially started doing the because back in the day we did briefly fan picks on Instagram. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's when he first showed up, and. Now it's happening. Now it's Dream. happening. <laughs> Dreams are becoming I, I realities. And he has been he's been very passionate about letting us read this movie. Yeah. He has. He has. Like uh I'm glad we're finally getting to this. No, me too. It's been yeah. on the list. I mean, no doubt this was something that we all knew was gonna come sooner or later. You yeah. know, we just didn't know. I feel like it was always second place. It was always like another I, movie and yeah. then this movie, and they were like, which one are we gonna I always do? I, I always was thinking like, oh I, and I'll 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 pick that movie. And and I always thought I would pick it just you know, sight unseen from from the box art of the new arrow release. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, the that title might be alone. interesting. It's a great fucking title. Microwave Massacre. I mean, it, yeah. you know what you're in for right away. Like, it's got to be something campy, Do right? You know? Yeah, it's got to be something campy. <laughs> I didn't think campy when I heard Microwave Massacre. No? Like, I honestly, yeah, I kind of associated with anything else from the 80s. It's it just an been, extreme object plus death. It could have been a clever name for, like, a documentary about microwaves yeah. killing people. No, it could have been. Giving them tumors. Yeah. Oh. Turn off the pacemakers. I'm just whatever. saying. I'm just saying. There are, there are different You think things somebody <laughs> thinks documentary when they hear the name Microwave Massacre? I mean, if it's cutting edge. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, maybe it's cutting edge, Chris. 1983 yeah. cutting edge documentary. Cutting edge documentary. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Had anyone seen this movie or heard about this movie before? Before the the recommendation, yeah, the recommendation? I, yeah, I had, yeah. I had just because this was, again, I, when I was... Getting into collecting, started started getting back into collecting like Blu-rays. I was paying a close attention to Arrow, and this is a title they put out, and I was like, I zeroed in. I'm like, wow, what a great title! What a great cover art! I wonder what this movie's all about. The description on the back sounds great, and then it was almost like it, it was like a a moment where I saw that, and then the request came in like at the around the same time, and it was like, this is. We've got to do this, and three years later, we are. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? I definitely heard of it. Never seen it. Was always on the list. I think it was on Prime for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, it was. And yeah. I kept meaning to throw it on and and just finally get to it. I, it just never happened. I don't know why, but I, it was it was always something I wanted to see. Mike, like, I mean, b- before he mentioned it, no, yeah, right. But like like you said, like it's been a few years, and there have been moments. You're right. Like I remember when it came on Prime. We discussed like, hey, maybe now is the time. We now should it's do this easy film. to find yeah, yeah, yeah. because at first I remember he requested it. I couldn't find it anywhere. Well, yeah, it was only it was only it only just come yeah. out on Blu-ray, and it's like, well, I'm not going to buy four copies. And us sharing movies never really worked well. Yeah, in the past. it's always been. Yeah, a, we're not good sharers. Yeah, well, it's just we a time thing, Cody. Children. It's just a kind yeah. time thing. <laughs> Having to pass it four ways in um, a week span of time. Yeah, and then yeah, it came out on Prime, and I we thought the same thing. It just kept it just kept popping up. Yeah. And then finally we have access to, you know. We yeah. got the Plex server. And we, we got, got the old Plex servers. So. Now, our, now our lives are changed. And this show has changed. I think it's fair this to say. why we're doing this. Arrow breathed some new life into oh, this absolutely. movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had, um, no, I, this was never on my radar until he started sending us the request for it. And I'm just like, now I've finally seen it. Yeah. And uh, now I finally get it. Now you, you finally know, you get, get it. it. Yeah. Get it? Get I was, it? Is that the word you're going to use? Well, yeah. this 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 film, they did try to market it as like the worst horror movie ever made. That was like a definitely like an angle the distributor was taking mm-hmm. with the film. Yeah. How'd you find that out? I'm just curious, actually. Just <laughs> online research. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I was literally curious because I couldn't find shit on this fucking movie. Making it up or something? 
<laughs> I don't know. I can tell you uh, when it first came out, people uh, were running in the streets, throwing up, <laughs> vomiting. Uh, wait, none of this happened. You weren't. You weren't. You weren't around. <laughs> but I think maybe that's why people like are drawn to this movie because it maybe gets that reputation to some degree. Not not necessarily well, the worst ever made, but maybe a bad movie. So, so I posted on my Instagram uh, at VHS Collect uh, when I was uh, drop right there when I was watching this this movie, and I don't there was I had a couple people comment on there was like, is this movie real? Like, is this real? And just having to be like, yeah, no, it's it's real. But <laughs> I just love that the title gets that reaction, and even the cover art is like, yeah. people were just instantly like, is this real? Yes, it is. Okay, now I have to see this. Let's, right? Can we talk about the cover art because it's one of those cover arts where like, uh, it, it, I, go on. Are you talking about the Arrow one though? Okay, so that's a custom. Which one is the one that we saw? That's the Arrow custom made. That's the it's custom fantastic. Release. It, it is. is. Let's talk it's about wonderful. This. Yeah. You look at it. It draw. It draws your attention to a head in a microwave. And then you like in the darkness to the left is him holding like, yeah. like a fork and knife, you know. And you're sitting there, and it makes you have to like put it together. Mm-hmm. It's one of those uh, posters. They definitely, yeah. They they got some good throw. It's like kind of has a throwback feel, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's sort of like that's sort of how they did the old school covers yeah. was just like that. Yeah, it's bright it, and colorful. Yeah, like House has this effect. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. that poster. All right. Well, you know what? Let's. It's about time we figure out what microwave massacre is actually about. Really? Are so we... it's time for plots with Mike. Ah, man, this is gonna be a tough one because <laughs> there's not. I mean, we'll get into it. But I, okay, I'll discuss it the best I can. Uh, there is a uh, uh, man named Donald. He works at a construction uh, part. What is it called? Like a construction uh, I site? Yes. Building I don't know. He builds yes. shit. He builds shit. He's a construction guy. And, uh, he has his wife at home. Her name is May. Um, she gets on his nerves because she's cooking all of these fancy dinners and all he wants is like a bologna sandwich. Uh, and his anger starts seething more and more until the point where he breaks and he kills her and f- starts chopping her body up, puts it in his basement and then one day accidentally eats a piece of her hand, and he just never stops from there. And he goes on this killing spree uh, where he is just murdering women left and right and eating them and giving, and, and giving them to their friends. It's unique that he never tried man meat. It's not. And I want to get to that because that's actually a, a point I want to talk about in this. Okay. But we'll get to that later. Also, I like that I just dropped man meat in the <laughs> Why doesn't he like man? I was laughing on the inside. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. With that being said, let's take a break and we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, what, what do you call that thing? I didn't have to call it at all. The little acrylic just followed me here. Yeah? Looks good. Better than this crap. You wouldn't uh, have any mustard there, would you? No, I don't. Gee, what I'd give for a good old bologna and cheese. How about it, Roosevelt? You could look at it like first aid. Come on, Philip, what do you say? It's a good swap, no? That Jung sandwich for this delicacy? Sir, I remember those films in the army. I don't ever want to have anything to do with crabs. <laughs> and we're back. We're talking about Microwave Massacre. Came out in 1983. That's about all the information we have. Did you think we it found was? found out who it was directed by. Yeah. yeah. Does it have a Rotten Tomato score? No. Uh, no. Yeah, it I does. It's like it 30% did. or something. No, I didn't see it one. 
I didn't see a one. I, think I didn't like see a 30%. one. If it did, we would have we would have yeah. mentioned it. Here's the us. here's the shocking thing about this movie. It was filmed in 1983. I thought like like I thought this was filmed in 1973. Really? Nah, I don't think so. I thought yeah, I, I don't agree with that. that. It had a 70s vibe to it. Had it had such it a did. 70s vibe to it. It I kept getting like it, it looked just like it, to me this movie looked just like uh what did I say earlier? Street trash. It had the same like look, like color, tone, the way it was filmed. All of that had the same. That's why it kept me in the eighties. Maybe it's the the subject matter, but I feel like it's a, it was a maybe def- it's the acting. A definitely more polished, yeah. more polished movie than than Street Trash. Uh, oh, for sure, a hundred percent. This is more polished than Street Trash. I definitely. definitely. We need oh, to go yeah. back and watch Street Trash. Yeah. No, dude. That, no. Let's, let's I, do that I, again. I actually do want to talk about the production. Well, so I've, not necessarily right now, but I I, I don't do think it, I don't think it was bad. I think the production. I think I actually in this film, like. The lighting, the camera work, like the music, the way it was timed and edited, it did have a, fl- it did have like a rhythm to it. Like I feel like there was some competence when it came to the production on this. I'm I agree. Gonna, I'm I think the I'm acting dis- is what really lighting. kills it, though. I think interior lighting, I'm gonna disagree with, man. Interior lighting felt like shot on Dude, video. There's some of that, but some of the choices that they did, I love. Like when he's sitting in front, of, when Donald's sitting in front of the TV, and it's just like this crazy bright light that would never come from a TV like that. I don't know, man. I just love the way that 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 scene was lit up. There's, I mean, I there, I, I do. There's there is some creative lighting with this movie. There I mean, is. that's what I'm saying. Like, I I can't imagine the budget is very much for this film. I don't know. It's, it's like it's like it's like I I'm worried if I'm watching the same movie as everyone right now <laughs> because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about in terms of the lighting. I don't think the lighting was that good at all. I don't think it's awful. No, I that's didn't. what I'm saying. <laughs> I, we've seen much worse <laughs> on the show. You, you took a nosedive just now. You yeah. said no, no. it was good, and you said, "Well, it wasn't that bad." <laughs> no, 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 no. I, we've seen much worse good on this show. Not this, that this, bad. this actually, this actually, I feel like ha- there's some intelligence to what they were doing. Dude, yeah, what I'm saying is for the, for the budget of this film, what they are yeah. able to pull off in this movie, I think is 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 pretty good. I don't know what the budget is, but I it can't. <laughs> yeah, what about the- <laughs> it can't. Dude, it can't be much. <laughs> it the, can, I don't know. Wouldn't that be I mean, funny if it was just huge? Yeah, it's like. $100 million. million. <laughs> it was the biggest budget horror movies ever made. $100 million. Spent $100 million on this. Yeah, you adjust for inflation for nowadays. Uh, that's like a billion dollar film. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was, I, because here's the thing, man. I didn't know much about this film going into it. So what I got out of it and what I was expecting was two different things. That, to be honest with you, I, I didn't know anything about this. I went in blind and just going off I of think the we title. All went in blind. Just going off the ti- off the title and like what little somewhat little rumblings I've heard about this film, I was expecting a real big piece of shit. Yeah, like a real big piece of shit. I was expecting some kind of like shot on video stuff or That's something. That's what I was expecting yeah. too. Yeah, I was expecting something a little like even more low budge than what I feel like they accomplished. I agree. Yeah. Guys, you just said that this film took place in 1983, but it looks like 1973. I, you know what, though? That's <laughs> they, they, they definitely but, put some thought into like the like, set yeah, design. You know what? They definitely put thought into set design. They definitely put thought <laughs> into like. What do you mean they put thought into set? I'm going to argue that all day I, long. Hold on. Did you look at the house? It, it there's seriously. It was like thrift store shit. I of course there it was, was seriously but. parts where they just threw a shelf on the wall, didn't even decorate the wall. There's just flat white walls. Like there's the there's set a, design was as 
thin as you could know. possibly it get. It didn't really stand out to me as one being one like other better. setting, and it's a dirt pile. <laughs> there's yeah. a dirt. There's block. literally three sets. <laughs> yeah, there's. A I gotta kind of agree That's with them fair. on the set design here, Chris. I do think it was a creative way to shoot around, and having no budget, just kind it of felt, limiting it. It but. felt like it had character. That's all I'm saying is it felt like it had some character. Like they actually like, like. I, like when you when I watch a movie like Blood Rage, like that movie just fucking like like has no like nothing unique really about the way it looks. And I feel like this film for the little locations it had, it did have like it did have a feel. It had a, like a it had can a I, style. You though, I look, I think that this if you're talking about the way the house looked, like that's how every house in the and that's that's how every house in the eighties looked like. Like, yeah. 1983. Because, I mean, I was like three years old at this time. You're saying they did a great job capturing the time. You said you were 30 years old I'm at this time? I'm, I'm kidding. Just, no, I think they <laughs> literally went to a thrift store and got a bunch of shit, you know? But it was of the time. It wasn't, some of it was like the 70s. Because my grandmother's house looked like this house. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I just, I, I, your, your comment, though, about Blood Rage, just, I have to disagree with that. Because here's the thing, with Blood Rage, yes, like, we were also, that's another film where we were limited to probably three or four locations, right? But, like, you know, if we're talking about, like, a, from a technical and from a character standpoint, like, it's consistent. It has a consistent mood and feel. Like, all the different sets, and even the same set in different shots, can feel like different locations. The house, if you take, if it, if they're shooting in the living room versus shooting the kitchen and dining room, feel like completely different locations. It doesn't feel like the same home. I didn't get a cohesive vibe from that. Mm. It, I agree. With, I I know. I one hundred percent agree with you. Was solid throughout. I I actually agree with you. And on, so was the dirt lock on the location of the house because halfway through the movie, I'm like, did they change what house they were in? I thought the same thing. And really? then yeah, and and the other argument I'll give Chris because I do agree with them on the on this this portion of it here is. That we you can say all you want about them putting effort into that set design, and then that couch with the biggest fucking stain <laughs> on the back of it. it it's true. It's <laughs> true. It, it, and I feel like maybe they shot like an effect scene too early, and that couch got fucked. And they were like, "Well, we have to continue to use it because we need to go, you know, shoot the rest of this these scenes." What effect scene involved that couch? Though I don't <laughs> they, know. he was wrecking cut? the place. The like actual he, murder that happened. Off the street, they found it on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe I thought it just got like dirty from like maybe throwing a bunch of shit around the it room. It did crack me up at the because I didn't notice the stain until the end when they're hauling the couch out. And like as the couch passes the camera, I'm just like, why the fuck she care about how he dirtied up the couch? Look at that fucking thing. Oh, no, that's yeah. this is the same thing. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's the biggest stain I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> it's like somebody spilled like three gallons of grape yeah, juice. I was like, what the fuck happened here? So and she's you, worried yeah. about it. I think you know the budget. Yeah, yeah, it had to be. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, too. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the budget. <laughs> you know, the budget. Fucking Moriarty. <laughs> I think. Sorry. Uh, all right, we're good. I think earlier, uh, it may have been Chris was knocking the acting in the film, saying that it's it's not good. It's not good, right? Is that you? Uh, I may have made a comment about I that. I think too. it's I think it's pretty over the top and and uh, amateur. Here's the thing, man. Oh no, it is <laughs> it is it is bad, but it, for me at least, it works so well for this movie. I don't know. What you're, I think uh, maybe for some people in this yeah. movie, <laughs> for some people, it's Cody. I no, I mean, like, I don't know, some man. Characters like, it works, but in some characters, like, I'm like, okay, so like, I'll break. I'll, I'll run through the characters and my, how I took them. Okay, yeah. the wife, 
it worked for the level that she was supposed to be at. She mm-hmm. was supposed to be this over the top, nagging, annoying person, and she nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the main character, I thought he was just like flat as fuck. Oh, like, I love his, Donald. His his he's awful. here's the thing: whether he's delivering a uh, annoying pun or like trying to pick up on someone, it's the same approach and neither of them really landed with me the the two construction workers i think are they're probably the best in the film no no honestly no they're they're consistent that's what i'll say i'll say they're consistent that's why i say they're the best performance their performance is consistent i never said best that's Uh, why i said it. and the bartender is looks like they just told the bartender hey we need to shoot a movie here can you deliver lines and he did like the acting is nothing too exciting and Unfortunately for me, and I know you're going to disagree, and I don't know how everybody else feels, but for me, it didn't land with that so bad it's good. I'm being entertained by how bad this oh, is. Oh, I definitely was, especially with, Don- like, uh, you said Donald, uh, I think you mentioned him as maybe one of your least favorite in the movie. Yeah. Main character. I fucking loved him. Why? It, because uh, there's something, there's there's something, he's so bad but there's also something charming about how bad he is. I just thought, like, I, I couldn't... Once I learned that this was Frosty the Snowman's voice, <laughs> like, I, it, like, it felt like he was delivering lines as if he wasn't being seen on screen. You know, he was really dragging everything out like a yeah. cartoon. You know what I mean? His like, face also reflected exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. And his, yeah. fa- his face reflects it, and his acting reflects the speed that he speaks, you yeah. know? So I think it made that's it feel great, that's really... That's a great point. It does, now that I think about looking at, like, scenes in my head, it does look like a voice actor was put on film. Exactly. So, and, it, Which is not a good choice, gentlemen. No, and I, but I don't know if I found it <laughs> funny or obnoxious. Like I think See, I found I've, it more obnoxious in, uh, in I a found lot it, of cases. I found it funny. I was just like, "Gee, wow, this guy is bad. He's bad, dude. He's real bad." Yeah, but there's a difference. I feel like be, be, between like entertainingly bad performances and like just bad performance. Like entertainingly bad, I get the sense. I think what entertains me about these performances is like. You have someone like take a, a, a the Miami Connection movie, yeah. right? You have these guys trying to have like a genuine emotional conversation about this guy's dad, and it feels so bad because they're just they're trying they're trying, they're, trying their, they're acting yeah. their asses off and it's terrible. Whereas like you have this guy who's he's delivering performances and as Chris said it just looks like he thinks he's just standing in front of a microphone, so he's not emoting. He's not using any kind of physical action to kind of help convey his character's dialogue in any way. And he's just delivering it like, boy, last time I had a cheesesteak, it was on the back of a bus. (laughs) It's like he's in a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. That's actually really funny. You know what? <laughs> it's true. You know what though? You're missing. You're, you're missing the point. The the reason for that line delivery, and it does pick up towards the end because the things change. This is you're talking about in the beginning. I feel like most of it in the beginning of the film when we have a very, very defeated man who just wants a fucking decent meal All and can't wants. can't get one because his wife has probably the biggest microwave on the planet and uses that to cook fancy food. Yeah, but somehow yeah. saves the money on their budget. Also, I was okay. Here's the thing: <laughs> what what you're just I couldn't figure that out either. I don't have enough food money. I'm like, you just bought a giant fucking microwave. Yeah, it's way bigger, been cheap. It's way bigger than the box but it came in. I like what you're bringing up because I was I was thinking that too, and I was thinking while I'm watching, I'm like, okay, this is just a defeated fucking dude. Like yeah. he 
his life sucks. Like he just got a crab between bread for lunch. Like a literally full yep. hard ass full bread. hard under uncooked, maybe not even cooked at all crab and between no two slices of bread. But here's the thing. I really wanted to feel for him, but his own performances don't even sell me on the fact that he's defeated. He's selling he, his acting is like someone said, act like somebody's defeated. He looks, and he just didn't get it. He looks like Eeyore up until the point where he starts <laughs> eating people. <sighs> even after that, even after he starts eating people. He looks people. like a smiling Eeyore. I got to say something about this character because as bad as his acting was, and frustrating too, because they're like... Here it comes. The Here. lines like that he's delivering, like the puns and stuff, there's they're no inflection to them. So half of the time, I don't even know if he's, yeah. if he's even making a pun. So true. I had to rewind a few times and be like, what was that? I don't get the, and I'd be like, I don't get the punchline. Well, and then I had to pretend, like, say it in my mind with an inflection and be like, oh, that's where it is, yeah. you know? Anyways, despite that, I hated this guy as a character, like, in general. Like, I don't understand why he's so pissed off. What do you mean, Mike? Listen, <laughs> like, he's complaining about what, not having a bologna sandwich? That's like his yeah. main complaint. His wife, right? Tries to cook him good meals and wants to have sex with him. And these are his two complaints throughout the whole thing. He's like, I'm so hungry He's, and I never have right? sex anymore. And it's like, but the wife immediately wants to have a romantic dinner and have sex. That's clear. That's true. Yeah, right? What, what we got and here is, what's wrong with her meals? Like, we don't even know what's wrong no, with them. Wait, wasn't that a hallucination that he was having when she said when she said that when she was trying to like get no, with no, him? That was that was a legit she that's why yeah. she got so pissed. Okay, I thought that was like an he imagined that. No, that's a real no. thing, which is why when he starts committing the murders and killing her, well, he kills her and then commits yeah. the murders. Like, I was like, I don't understand. Like, I kind of just want this dude to die. Like, I really didn't like him. Hmm. You just because, thought he was ungrateful. Well, I thought he was I mean, ungrateful. I it was it was just a bad combination for me. I that's think. a good point. Yeah. His like his motivation seems it seems weak. Yes. Yeah. It is though, but totally. it, the, the the comedy element in it is basically that it's the Al Bundy situation. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, the Al Bundy situation where you're supposed to like he's supposed to be the lovable loaf who who you know is just like I don't you know it's like it's my nagging wife ew I don't want to touch her you know yeah, but I can't get any good food uh, that's the it's it's yeah the, but Al Bundy she is a nagger the thing that always helped out with Al Bundy is that there was always an episode every five episodes there's a moment where he actually shows that he still he always yes. loves pet. Yeah. This movie just to say it to I'll be honest with you, like I'll even put it this way. This film has a real I hate fucking women vibe to it. And mm. it, it, it kinda, bothered me like well, kind of throughout the whole film. We we first opened this the movie with a very exploitative shot as you know, of a beautiful woman walking down the street and you know, like and then she goes and flashes the construction crew through a a boob glory hole. Well, I don't, think, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think she was flashing. Let's take that back. What was she, she was doing? being raped. She was being raped. <laughs> Why did she put her? No, that she just uh, stopped right. She was looking. She was looking through the, the hole thing. to see what they were building. That's why she shows up later to ask what they're building. Because they never they show a guy pinch her butt. They never show anything well, else after he that. Pinches her butt, the, and then yeah. he like moves in to, in on her, and then it cuts, and then she's and, like pressed. You can see she's getting like shoved against. And the then wall. she proceeds oh, to have man. other guys run towards her to be. Raped yet again. Let's keep in mind, like they're they're Wait, also in this when idea she pulls of away. Her. Though she has like all her clothes on and stuff. When she like pulls that away from the uh, listen, I'm not saying that the film was shot well, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that it was clear what they were implying was happening. 
I was, yeah, I was a little confused by what they were trying to do because it looked like she was trying to tease the construction workers, is how I took it. No, that is not what happened. (laughs) Cody, what five did you get? Uh, here's the thing, man. <laughs> I I kind of I I didn't I didn't get that vibe. I got the that was meant to be playful, and this is 1983. You didn't get the fact that that dude like fucking oh, moved in on. Here's her. the thing, though. They made it. I definitely got that vibe. I'm like, okay, that dude's fucking her. Here's the thing. They never associate. They never associate that she's a victim in any way with it, though. What? She didn't want to have it happen. And then the guy disappears like a fucking ninja. That, like, they don't even show you the, yeah. anything else after that. After that scene, that's like I know that's what I'm saying. It's so it's it's like it's this weirdly shocking scene that has to. I mean, I I don't I think almost took it as like a weird fetishy thing. I don't like know, she went up yeah. to it and she was like into this. I don't like, know. I, I got what, that. Vibe. I honestly, I honestly don't know what the, the what the intent of it was. Okay, that, uh, my my theory is not based off this one single scene, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> and I see where I see definitely see where you're going with it. I'm just saying. I, yeah, I, there's. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Chris on this one. Where that I didn't get that initial vibe from that scene. But as the as things go on, yeah, you start getting the vibe of like, yeah, maybe someone doesn't like. Yeah, the the wife dying is one. It's like women just nag, and then it's just like they're just there to fuck. And then why does might as well kill them at this point? <laughs> and eat them. Like they're only good for one thing: kill them and eat them. They're only good for sustaining a man. That's the way I. That's that's what I pulled from this movie. Interesting, huh? That's a way fucking deeper <laughs> yeah, look than I even yeah, looked into too. this no, movie. No, I don't think it's like necessarily a deep thing or something that he was consciously doing. I just think it's like. Maybe something. Well, that's why I brought up when I thought I was curious. I brought up the thing. It was like, well, how come he never once tried to go for a man and try well, he de- man- men meet? He definitely says in the in the therapist scene that there is some correlation between sex and then eating. Yeah, eating them and, afterwards. And yeah, I feel. Uh, oh, go on, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I, I want to go back to even the fetishy thing that I said before. I think there is a lot of that going on in here. Like even like the neighbors, you know, the neighbors who are cross dressing, mm-hmm. like, and then. There's the whole scene where she's bending down and he's looking. And it looks like she's pissing and he's watching her and he's and she's eating an apple and trying to be all sexy and stuff like that. I feel like I think there's a lot of sexual repression in this film, but tr- kind of playing it out in a comical way. Oh, I definitely got the sexual repression part. Uh, I I think you were trying to make it comical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the attempt to mask it maybe with comedy in um, a sense. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go on. No, no. I, I mean, I think the, it was your floor, actually. Yeah, it was. was I your talking? Fl- yeah, yeah so, you were talking you were, just now, no, making the whole point of about how this movie hates women. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where we're coming from. Is that it's it's aggressive towards women for or or you get the vibe of that, right? Uh, well, yeah. Like every single death is that way. Like there's not a good there's not a woman in here that isn't like taken advantage of, eaten or raped. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. there's not a woman in this. There's not, like, one presence. There's not even, like, a final girl. Like, there's nothing. That's true. There is yeah. no final girl. I, and that's mm. one thing I can also say May about... May is the final girl. There's there's also I, one thing I, I, I can, I, yeah, I can, can say, say about this movie as far as... I kept on going... The one thing that I, I kept on saying to myself as I was watching this movie was, when's the story going to kick in? <laughs> <laughs> and... I seriously, I, I mean, I maybe had thirty minutes left, and I'm like, any second, that hobo that took the hand out of the trash can, right. the cops gonna find him and be like, where'd you get this? Yeah, and then they're have... gonna be on his case. There's like gonna be like this compelling like yeah. game of cat and mouse, him running from the law or something. No, and it's such a weird thing because it's like, 
if he's not the antagonist, then who's the protagonist and vice versa, right? Yeah. If he is the antagonist, who's the hero to kill him? We'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) If he's the protagonist, then who's trying to stop him from doing these things? Nobody. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was going to save this for my review, but I'll say it because this is along what you're saying, waiting for the story to come to 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 happen. Um, You know, in I'm going to say this in three years, we've been doing this podcast. This is the first time that I've fallen asleep twice during a movie. (laughs) Really? It's you. This took you that long? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I first I first put it on and I got about 35 minutes into it or so. And like I just I passed out. And then I was like, well, fuck, I got to pick it up where I, where I left off. So I got home from work, put it on, was in it about 20 minutes in. And then I woke up three hours later. It is and odd. I was like, holy shit, I fell asleep twice while watches? And then I had to finish it after that. That's crazy. I, I actually didn't even have that. I was actually weirdly transfixed by this film. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, what the fuck is going to happen next? But, Dude, but to me, me too. But to me, but to <laughs> yeah. me, it was because I was never gripped. No, there was I, never I, a story I that agree. gripped me. I, I want the, the first, uh, like, to... For this movie to kind of get started, I feel like it did take a while. It, it, yeah. Like I, I, I found myself zoning out before it even really kicked in, and then when it kind of kicked in, I got, I, 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 I it picked up pace and it kind of. Can I tell you what this film feels like? It feels like when, uh, you know, in old movies, when uh, like a killer is trying to chase a woman and she gets in the car and then she turns the key and it's always, yeah, and it never starts. That's what it felt like in this movie. It's like it felt like a car that never started. <laughs> Mike is explaining my feelings right now because the whole I feel like that's why I was so kind of engaged with this movie because the whole time I'm like, it, I mean, it's, it's got to happen. It's got to happen soon, <laughs> yeah, right? It's gonna. Well, the thing too with me, with me, I was like, I'm like watching. I'm like, okay, but I was like, okay, well, if I'm not gonna get a story, like, let me see some, like, let me see some. It's a horror movie. Let me see some fucking gore. Let me see some oh. violence or something. And like that didn't that 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 was taking forever to happen. And then on top of that, I was like, "Well, let me see if I can get into this main character." And like every single spoken line from this guy is a shitty pun or a dad joke. I also wanted to just you say, know, and I was just like, "I can't do it, man." The effects part of it, I wanted so much more oh, than I what too. I got. I, I felt I like micro, I felt like a name uh, titled Microwave Massacre. I'm like, is this microwave going to come alive and start eating the fuck out of people? Like that's kind of, and I thought it was going to be a super gory movie. But they even went a better route. He's a cannibal. Yeah. Like there's a, like there's been better cannibal all movies before is, this. Yeah. All you see is like some fake arms and legs. It seriously <laughs> looks. It lo- it's just some of the worst fake arms I've seen. This is straight from a ha- Halloween shop. <laughs> there is a scene when the when the homeless dude pulls the hand out of the trash can and he pivots it around. You can actually see a seam running down the length of the arm. That's like where the where where the mold came together yeah. and they popped the arm out of the mold. Yeah, where they attached the tag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I almost wondered. Cellophane I almost wondered where they bought it from. I'm like I'm like okay. Again, was the budget that low that they had to shoot around this so they just Got creative with it yeah. and bought some Halloween props and made them look, look you know the what? best they could. Or was like I also questioned like was the actor just not comfortable doing stuff? I what have, do you mean? I have questions about the actor even doing this movie based on his previous career, which seemed to not be in like the the campy horror realm. What was his Part- stuff other than Frosty? Do we know? No, it, it was like TV stuff. I think a lot like I TV. Think he was and, a TV actor. Yeah. When I yeah, but See, it wasn't. Did he, did he always did he always play the bad guy in SVU? I feel like this is an odd choice, yeah, maybe for time. him. 
That was That's the what I mean too. He could get. He, he, I get the sense that he's just uncomfortable throughout this whole movie. And I also get the sense that he is he he was given a a, a pretty pretty bad script. I was like, oh, give well, him a yeah, sense. Yeah, let's come on. I think he literally give was giving a really bad script. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so why was the end? Was the end why, the credits? They were all in uh, like Italian or something, or was that just supposed to be funny because it was supposed to be like a menu? It was like supposed to be a like menu, Italian menu. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, exactly okay. What they were uh, to do. Actually, when that happened, I was like, "That's the most clever thing that's happened in this film." <laughs> I was like, "That's a really good idea." I don't know, man. When he goes to dirty up the the place and he starts just throwing shit, and I and I just <laughs> noticed the biggest stain ever on the couch. I'm like, <laughs> who gives a fuck if you dirty up this place? And then he starts pissing in the plant and I laughed even harder yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm just like, I, I this dude, I don't know. There's some of the performances I'm just like, this is awful. The cons- and, to two uh, construction workers. I feel like they had like some of the, m- the most awful <laughs> lines and performances. Like, and their re- facial reactions were the only part, hilarious. The only part of that, uh, of those two that cracked me up was at the beginning when the one dude was trying to teach the other dude how to like groove to music. I just thought that was just like, what a funny interaction. I thought it was funny. He was wearing was a vest to a construction job. Yeah. I also. <laughs> I also got to say, I I don't know why it was bell bottom jeans. <laughs> I have no idea why it was so goddamn funny to me. I guess maybe because I was so shocked by it and couldn't understand it. When the neighbor is digging with her vibrator, digging with a dildo. Yeah, I'm just like, why is she digging the front yard with a vibrator? Like I couldn't figure it He's out, like, but I was laughing so hard because I, I never that seen was anything a like fantasy. it. No. no, no. Oh, I thought he turned. Uh, for some reason, I thought there was a scene where he turned back and he like saw it wrong or something. No, 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 no. She was she was usually she had it on. You you know what it makes sense? The vibrations moves the soil out of the way. Clever. Well it yeah. (laughs) Kind of clever use. Like it makes a perfect hole. You put the seeds in it. Second use, you know? (laughs) You vibrate the dirt back over the top. I mean (laughs) it digs the hole perfect size. I gotta say poor guy, this is his last film too. Ugh. Is it really? (laughs) Yeah. This guy's kind of like, where was he at? You know, like, was he kind of like, did they pitch it like, no, it's going to be great. You're like Frosty, and you're going to do this crazy no horror movie. Yeah, that's how like, they pitch it. You're you're Frosty. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows you, man. You're fucking Frosty, man. I think it's the end of it. The director's like, Dude, we got fucking Frosty. I wrote this I would script be for you in mind. If I was making a movie called Microwave Massacre and I got fucking Frosty the Snowman, yes, I would be psyched. And then he showed up on set and delivered the first line. You're like, yeah. that's what we got. And I'm like, well, Dude, we can't stop now. Okay. <laughs> I already recasted him in the remake in my head. A remake? Ooh. Yeah. Jeff Garland. Oh, okay. Jeff Garland that, from yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. As, as Donald would be amazing. That's funny. Yeah, he, he's not as, I don't know. Like, he's too funny, I think. This would be the, why would anyone rem- <laughs> remake this? It'd be oh, so. Can I be wait. honest? It would be <laughs> yeah, kind of interesting. You fucking. I wait. would actually like to see this with, uh, with, with, with a modern take to it, right? <laughs> one that one that maybe actually like delivers on the title "Microwave Massacre." Yeah. It would be cool if he's a cannibal and they incorporate the killer microwave into it. Like maybe I, it evolves. Why do you want the microwave to come to Chris, life? I just think that's great. <laughs> I think like, with like teeth and shit, like that could be so funny. <laughs> Chris is all about an actual killer microwave. It's like like Chopping Mall, but in one house. (laughs) So as the movie continues, I mean, it's literally just it's murder after murder. Uh, And he he seems to to prefer suffocating uh, his victims. Uh, You know, first it's strangling his wife. Then it's the the fucking pillow. 
That yeah. pillow made me laugh, dude. I'm sorry. It's a little sunflower <laughs> pillow that he like just gently puts on the actress's face. You can tell he was like really worried about it. And it's so oh god, that that is just an awful scene. Yeah, she, he never stabs anyone, does he? Uh, does he no, he just uses he an chops a- him up. axe to chop him up. Oh, yeah, afterwards. Yeah, afterwards. It's a very strange. He also leaves people to die in closets. Why won't he get rid of the head of his wife, May? That's a weird know. thing. I don't know. I don't know. He just keeps on moving well, he around has th- in the fridge. I, th- I feel like he has a thing with heads. Like he doesn't, because even when he was about to chop the girl, he sh- he strangled with the sunflower pillow. About to chop her head off, he like pointed her head the other way. Huh. Interesting. He like huh. he 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 like looked down and he kind of grimaced and he pointed the head. He like moved her head so she was looking the other way. Very yeah, deep. Possibly. Maybe I, he didn't want to be watched. I yeah. want to talk about um <laughs> his the the sister in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. Hit it up because. He's like when he sees her, he's like gross or yeah. something. Is it he also has to, he has to have sex with them to kill them? I think he needs to be attracted to them. I think he needs to be attracted yeah. to them also. No, he was saying he found her disgusting. He didn't want to have to eat her. Yes, yeah, but the whole he, eating is tied to his his, his, his yeah. sexual drive. His sexual drive. So yeah, he. I think he actually has to be attracted to this person mm. to he kill them. Couldn't imagine yeah. having sex with her. And to have uh, to be yeah. able to eat her. That's how so I took he, it. He, is that no? That's exactly how it was meant to be talked. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. not not that he didn't want to eat her, but like that he didn't want to have sex, sex with her. Because I, yes. I can see the eat thing too. Yeah. No, like, he wanted to eat. eat her, but he he couldn't bring himself to have sex with her. Then yeah. To move on, because he has a ritual. These killers, Mike, they have rituals. I've seen Dexter. Yeah. They have rituals. They do. He has a ritual. I will say the the, the one thing about the one thing I, that I love about sister and, and it. Other than the the credits was the only other thing I found was well that was clever is that the roll he puts in her mouth progressively gets moldy yes, throughout yes. the film and I was like wow somebody was like fucking paying attention here <laughs> like this one intern that was on the thing it was just like man I'm gonna blow their fucking minds <laughs> dude look I made it more moldy this time shit and they're like great Billy cool yeah shove it in great sure man great Tom you'll really be something someday. <laughs> I'm, I'm really gonna make it. Do I'm making this baguette so moldy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's a weird thing too with the sex thing. I'm just bringing that up because he brings up in the fact that he hasn't had sex in 15 years to the therapist. Yeah, and so there's definitely sexual repression there, and he hasn't eaten decent, which what? drives him to madness. The decent part is That's what's just... crazy too, because it's not decent. No, he wants baloney. Let's talk about this real quick because I think what you're missing is the point about is and it's weird. I think it's 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 hard. It's easy to miss because they it's like they make it seem like they just got this microwave because the box is in the driveway when the film opens up, right? But I get the sense that his wife is always making these fancy meals, but making them just in the microwave. And as I was discussing, I said this movie couldn't come at at a more perfect time because I just got a microwave, and my coworkers are baffled. That I haven't had a microwave this whole time that I lived in my apartment. Do they don't know how to cook because <laughs> yeah, they're like, "How well, dude? Then how do you eat?" And I'm like, "Stove and and oven. Yeah. Everything tastes better on the stove and oven than in the microwave." So she's making these fancy meals in the microwave. They have to taste like well, garbage. Here's the thing, though. There, you you and mi- he just you, wants a bologna sandwich. You miss something though because she, the microwave is new, and she, when she's talking to the dog. She says, now we can make meals faster and cheaper. So she's been cooking this whole time sans microwave. Yes. And the microwave is only expediting the terrible food. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I, I, the, okay, one thing I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't confused on was 
whether or not the wife was making shitty food for a long time. I figured that was just a thing that was happening for, who knows, an untold number of years in this guy's life. What I just cannot get behind is snapping because of it. But the thing that's crazing me out of here is that the food that he's talking about is not like known as being good food. It's, right, but and after... It's, and easily accessible. That's the thing that bogs my mind. It's like, why don't you just go to a fucking yeah. McDonald's or something? Like, anyone could go get bologna and fucking bread. But he's so, like, he, it's so funny. He's so, it, even when he forgets that he killed his wife and he wakes up and he's like. He asked for a cookie. Where's my, where's my lunch? Yeah, exactly. He asked for his lunch. He still, re- we yeah. still requires lunch from her. And it's just like, yeah. what, what are you bitching about? Yeah. That's what I said. I was like, he's like, hey, I got to go. Why isn't my, my, my lunch ready? And it's like, I thought you hated her fucking yeah, lunch. Now you're begging for grab it. Grab something out of the trash can because that's what you say it is anyway. That's what like, I'm, I'm saying. The, the thing that I got from this was not necessarily that the wife's cooking was bad, but that he didn't. He wanted a bologna sandwich, and she wouldn't let him have one. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the part that was confusing to me. I was just like, I mean, all right, sneak a bologna sandwich, but, like, still eat your wife's dinner. She's trying really hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, she makes a, a point to make these romantic dinners from, like, the whole time I'm thinking, like, what is this dude's, like, problem? He has a wife that wants to fuck him, who wants to cook him good meals. Like, yeah, she's being naggy about, like, get some fucking class. And I get that, like, hey, man, sometimes a dude just wants a hamburger, you know? Yeah. I get that point, but, like, it's just, to me, such a weird, far-reaching, plot-hole-laden <laughs> scenario going with this guy. You think it's just very, like, it's just very surface? Like, oh, my wife can't cook good. Yes, my, it felt you know, like it was like a... She's like, annoying. It like, is. I think it's a yeah. big, it's long, bad stand-up routine about yeah. your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife's cooking so bad, you know, I almost <laughs> freaking, you know. Yeah. I almost murdered her. Yeah. <laughs> and I almost ate her because I imagine she tasted better than her fucking cooking, right? <laughs> ah. Like, I mean, like, what is... she's cooking, man. Jesus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, it, you know what though? I just went along with it. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you, it's you a journey. You, you accept things when they come from the early '80s and '70s, and like you know, time the time was different. The humor was different, even. But okay, you know, we talked about it on the show. What, what do we call it? Like un, unjustified revenge or something like that. We would oh, notice it's the unjustified killer. Like, right. You, you have no reason to kill. He has no yeah. reason to kill, but they always do have some sort of like. Yeah. reason for doing it, right? Sometimes, like, yeah. Jason's mother, it was just like, why did you let right. my kid drown? But it's not the same I people. think we had this conversation yes. on the Prowler, Prowler actually. was one, like, yeah, you got st- stood up, I get it. It's yeah. extreme, right? But this seems like there isn't really justification at all. Yeah, <laughs> no. So even you're thinking, like, this is more than you just being crazy. This is you being, like, snapping for no reason. Like, yeah. I mean, the only thing I could gather is that he just went insane. Yeah. Now, well, if he's like imagining either. shit and the head's moving around and like, you know, like well, there's all these like know, weird man. hallucinatory moments. You did also, like, yeah, I, I think he's kind of losing yeah. it. You did also mention earlier, like, who is the protagonist in this film? Like, who's the hero, right? He is. 
at the no. beginning. Are you going to say the microwave? No, actually, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris spoiled it. It's actually, it's actually the women he eats because that's what ends up causing him to have to get a pacemaker, and then he does die cooking. No, them. no, he had a pacemaker already before this yeah, movie Yeah, he started. did. No, I thought he I thought They he were like, how are you there. this healthy? He's, say he's, oh, he had a pacemaker for a long time. Which also brings me up to the actual worst, most annoying person in this fucking movie, and it's that doctor. Oh. Yeah, Dr. Oh, he looked like he God. belonged in something nowadays. Like, it was right? weird. I was, was like, do weird? I know that guy? I, I said, did that guy time travel? Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Isn't that weird? It is weird. You look at him and he looks like a modern day actor. Like, I it's know. really weird. It's a weird thing. I agree. I'm glad I don't even know if that, that makes sense what we're saying, no, but it does. watch the movie and you'll. They get it. <laughs> watch they it. get it. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're just going to rate this Mammer Jam. Yeah, so long as I'm up. Guess it's better than nothing. Hey, that's pretty good stuff. Hmm. I may have underestimated May's taste. I never tasted anything so unique. And we're back. We're talking about Microwave Massacre. Fan pick. So, fan pick. Yep. We, hey, let's. <laughs> so, as we brought up before we took the break about the pacemaker, the pacemaker is also the end of this film. Causes the end. Yes. Yes. Which makes no sense. Well, they foreshadow it, but I didn't realize they were foreshadowing something. I really didn't either. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's no were, point where what, I'm like, with there's, the, there's with the no pacemaker? F- yeah, they show him early on when he's standing by it and he's grabbing his chest, and he, but yeah. he comes back too and he's okay. And I'm like, all right, what was here's that? The, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing, though, and this is why, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, if Because at the end, they say, you know, oh, my God, the wires are crossed. Somebody with a pacemaker was to be near this. They, they'd probably die. Oh, yeah, they spoon feed it. He has cooked several people in this poorly put together microwave right. before this and was fine. Yeah. That's why I thought it was the people that he was eating. I thought it was, too. I thought he was getting some sort of, like, fucking disease or no. some shit. Yeah. That's why I, I was like, oh, he's getting clogged arteries because he's eating so much meat. Didn't they he, make a comment that food. he was actually yeah. in better health for they eating? Did. They said, I've never yeah. seen a man in better health or something yeah. like that. And he said, oh, doctor, right. it must be my but diet or something. A man with a pacemaker is not in better health. Get but out of here. No, that's what I'm saying. No, the doctor's the one that put the pacemaker in. He can't. He went to his doctor because his chest hurt to see yeah. if the pacemaker was still good. And the doctor's like, you're actually in better health than you were when we gave you a pacemaker. Yeah, I implied it that he was saying the joke was he's eating human beings. He's on a good whatever diet. You're do- whatever you're doing, yeah. keep it up. You're exactly. doing great is, yeah. what, is what that scene ended. The ending of this movie was, I mean, for me, it was like one of the, like, the biggest like wet farts. <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's exactly how like, I would classify the ending. You needed to wipe. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> it was just yeah. so, such so odd. Uh, it just it just happens, and there's nothing, there's nothing fun about it. There, no, nothing preempts it. Nothing. It's like, just basically the guys come over. Are we going to go out or what? Oh, he's dead. I don't think he's alive. And then and then a, and then like a quick zoom in on people with pacemakers shouldn't use microwaves. No, 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 and no. It's like. The freak out moment from his two friends was pretty good, actually. Like the way that their the reactions oh, were, no, and they were so eating. they were so funny and corny. But it's just like for this for this movie again. This is why I got this is why it upset me because just like you, Cody, I kept waiting <laughs> for the story to happen. Yeah, dude, for a story to pick up, and then it just 
ends. What's worse than the ending, uh, you know, being like, these wires were crossed. Anybody with a pacemaker would have a problem with this. What's worse than that is there's a dead body in the closet, and the guy opens it up and goes, she's not dead. She's not, not dead. dead yet. She wasn't dead? No, no, she was alive. That's what makes that scene even more fucked uh, up. He's like, you I gotta come check dead. this out. I thought like, she was dead, and I'm like, who the fuck would ever say that about a dead body being in a closet? Or a live person tied up in a closet. Exactly. Hey, this is <laughs> funny. <laughs> Hey, get up. No, people probably take selfies and shit nowadays. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know it's true. Jesus. Let's say we rate Wait, this. we're not done yet. The fucking hot, the wife of the <laughs> wife's head. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There's, like, this weird thing that, like, a, like suggests that maybe he wasn't. Okay, it I suggests don't think a we supernatural went, element. Yes, there was a supernatural element. Also, yeah. that maybe there is a scene we kind of grazed over it. That the uh, when he's loading her into the fridge the first time, yeah, right? and then the head disappears and it's kind of like haunting him in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they imply that maybe for a second that might be the conflict, mm-hmm. <laughs> which that is where completely abandoned it. Where I thought the story was gonna go, yeah. I was like, oh, supernatural. Oh, the wife now. is gonna come back. Like and that head's she's gonna, gonna, be... gonna be the thing, and yeah. the head's gonna like appear in different places when he's yes. like, yeah. he has like a stumbling accent. The wife's head's just gonna be there, like staring at it. It's gonna be killing situation. Huh? A real what lies beneath situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I um yeah. Uh, anyways. But maybe. at the end we get back to the head. Yeah. And the eyes start See, glowing. Glowing. I yeah. took it like as, she's evil. Like she's uh I like, didn't take it as that. I took it as like a microwave turning on. What? What? Yeah, what you were talking like, about like metal in a microwave and like There's I, no metal in her head. How high were it's not you? Sparking. <laughs> no. Her eyes just glow. They, t- her they eyes get intensely glow. bright, like like a they get intense. I think. I think if I had to jump in the mind of the filmmaker, mm. I think what they were attempting to convey was inside of a microwave, the super, the head disappearing was a thing. Yes, there was supernatural, and the head, by some means, was responsible for 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 changing the wire. It's like the the end of pieces. Yes, where you're like, where the fuck did that come from? Yes, except in that movie, there actually is a conflict at some point in time. Yeah. This one, it's just like, well, where was the supernatural head when we wanted it? Were they going yeah. for a sequel? Like, like oh, we think, set it I up? Think, like, I think what's, certainly, yeah. yeah. We'll go bigger <laughs> next time. <laughs> this one's going to kill. We're going to go bigger budget, and we're going to make the movie we want to make. Yeah. All right, how about we rate this Mammer Jammer? Go ahead. We, are, you can choose whoever. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, what, what whoa, are we going to rate it? What are we going to rate it? Microwaves. Yeah. What, what Microwaves with teeth? Chris yeah, wants it make, so bad. Let's sure. make Chris's dream come true. A microwave yeah. with teeth. Monster microwave. Monster microwave. Monster microwave. Monster microwave. Okay. I love it. <laughs> the I true love it. villain. All right. Uh, let You know what? I'm going to go first because uh, I just feel like I'm just going to go first. I, <laughs> just barf it out. I'm go just ahead. Gonna get, I'm just going to get over with it. Yeah, that. I want to see what happens. I feel like I'm going to get yelled at for this one. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And we, I already know this was better not don't say worry, five. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he just now changed it from a five to something else. Yeah. No, no, no. Four and a half. No, no. Uh, I, I'm at a, no, I'm at a three. I had fun with this movie. I think it's stupid and silly and, and, and dumb. There, there's a lot of things that don't make sense. It, uh, to me, it is in, in the it's so bad, it's good category. That's where I would put it at. Um, if you're looking for anything more than that, you're going to be probably mad. Like you guys, I think. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I right from the get go when we open up uh, any eighties movie or seventy movies that opens up with boobs, I know what. I, like I know, like I know what I'm in for. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, the movie's 
chauvinistic and it's it, it is what it is but i don't know there's it's just it's so stupid it's it's just funny to me because it's just so dumb so I, it's three for me three monster microwaves let's go to let's go to kyle next who had my favorite look on his face <laughs> <laughs> it was like i was staring through the wall yeah. <laughs> and time, and time. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the part of his life before he saw this <laughs> how do well, i get what it would back? i have done with that hour he's counting out the hour like uh, minutes like how many seconds was that <laughs> you know when um so before i watched this uh the reason we were able to watch it was Brian, brother ryan was was kind enough to uh rip this one and add it to the plex server for us and i asked him about it because i've always been curious about this movie and he told me and this is his description and and i think it's pretty accurate his description was this movie is basically like if you're if you guys can remember the jokes for the john Little joke books. Yeah. These be the ones that you keep in the bathroom, quick little puns, little things. This movie is just like one of those books. It's it's a bunch of really cheesy puns and jokes that are kind of like that just make me go, wah wah. You know what I mean? Like if that if that music cue was in there, every time the character spoke. It'd probably be a more entertaining movie for me. It was in there a couple of times, though, just to, just to <laughs> oh, let you know. And you know what pissed me off more than anything else? I even texted my brother this. They break the fourth wall. I'm they just do? like, yes, they do. I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, what the fuck? And it wasn't even for good effect. It was just him making the same face at the camera. Yeah, you know, like this movie. I I had so many high hopes for this movie because the title was fantastic. The cover art's fantastic. The the concept, the idea of a guy snapping and becoming a cannibal by accident, I thought was that that could be pretty interesting. The problem that we've said on the show over and over is the movie never really takes off. Um, I don't think it's so bad it's good because I fell asleep twice. I don't think the the acting isn't good bad for me to stay engaged. It's just yeah. bad, bad, and it's a bad, <laughs> bad script. So are you coming in at five? Uh, <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, this is actually probably one of the most disappointing reviews I have to give because I was so excited about this movie. But I'm going to come in at like a 1.5 on Damn. this one. Dude, that's actually higher than I thought you were really? going to give it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm wow. coming in at 1.5. I mean, wow. I, 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 the, What's the half for? I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna give the film credit for uh, like concept and title. <laughs> Half a point. All right. It's half a point for for coming up with a damn good title. Yeah, who else? Who wants to go after me? I'm going to go to the guy. Who Anybody looked... wants to make me look bad, go for it. No, I'll go with Mike next. He looks like he's either going to cry or yell. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I feel like he's going to go backwards. No. <laughs> no, I'm going to go one and a half know. as well. Okay. Um, <laughs> Whoa, that's higher than I one thought so, too. One and a half as well. Wow. And, and I'm only giving it a one and a half. Here's the thing. The only reason I'm giving it a one and a half is that we recently watched uh, um, uh, Street Trash again at, at Film Bar. Yeah. And um, I remember we, wa- we all kind of walked out of that being like, oh, man, there's like a whole hole right in the center of that movie where yeah. that thing is just dull. This movie actually never had a hole. Yeah. There was never a point where it was like, and maybe it's because it's the same thing over and over and over yeah. again kind of thing. There was never really a point where, I mean, you could call the whole movie one big hole, <laughs> and that would be a safe maybe thing to say. But I guess it just kept that pacing throughout. So like, I never actually left the movie. 
like are like, all right, what the fuck is going on? There was a point where I was like, what? When is something going to happen that like propels this into another direction? That never happens. But um, that's why I guess I'm giving it a 1.5 be- instead of like a half. Because I think I rated what Street Trash a two. Yeah, I think you did Street I Trash. Better. Think I did, but like in a weird way, I kind of feel like this does something better than that movie. Um, other than that, man, yeah, just like I can't say it's so bad it's good, namely because I think it's too self-aware. Yeah, the breaking of the fourth wall is the giveaway. Yeah, yeah. and it's just kind of like, all right, you were just trying to make a like a wacky cold film. I get it. Yeah. Um. And then, like, again, like, you know, maybe it's because it's a modern, you know, I'm living in a modern world or whatever. It's just, like, it just, I I felt like I was reading the subtext of the film as being really mean-spirited, you know? Maybe because I'm older and I'm smarter now, and I hope everybody is at this point in time. But, like, even watching it, it's just, like, whole time I'm like, man, I just feel like this is just saying, like, ain't, God, women are fucking shitty, right? <laughs> Well, don't you wish you could just eat them and fuck them? And that's it. Like, that's what it felt like this whole movie was saying. It's horrible. I couldn't deal with it. Made me made me sad. I cried. Oh. It's like, like a, a dark cloud just hung over you while watching this movie. I'm sorry. It was just not a good watch. Um. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was really excited to watch this movie because, like I said earlier on, like, this was definitely on the list. And with a title like Microwave Massacre, you know, I feel like I was in for some shit. Like, I, I was in the first... First of all, I did think it was going to probably be in that so bad it's good category, but I thought it was also going to be very over the top. Um, and unfortunately, I was disappointed because I don't think it was that over the top. I don't think there was a lot of kills. There wasn't a lot of gore. And I... Definitely didn't laugh as much as I wanted to laugh during this film. Um, yeah, and I kept thinking things were gonna important were important and were gonna take me somewhere, like you guys said, but just never did. So um, I found myself kind of checking out from time to time. I watched this twice, but that was more just to be like, did I miss something? Um, which I really kind of didn't. You. I really didn't, you know. And and I'm I'm a little bit bummed about that. But, you know, with that being said, like, I, there are things that I do find charming about this movie. You know, like the oversized microwave, like the big, like, shitty, terrible acting is kind of funny to laugh at and funny to watch. Um, I, I just don't think it, I just don't think it has that, like, it, you know, we always go back to the Troll 2 or the Miami Connection charm, and I just didn't, I, you know, it's not that memorable for me. I think if they would have gone bigger with it, it could have it could have been that. But mm-hmm. it felt too tame for a movie called Microwave Massacre. And it kind of has like a Frankenhooker sort of story, you know, a little bit. But Frankenhooker was so much more entertaining to watch, yeah, so much true. better. Like, yeah. you know, and it's like, I get it. Maybe this was super low budget and they were just having fun and just doing what they could with what they had. But um, yeah, I guess maybe I hyped it up a bit too much in my own head. So I'm going to go with a two on this. And actually, I was going to come in higher, but after talking about it, I'm like, nah, I, I don't think I like really was super into this. So uh, a two worth one watch, I think. But, you know, that's about as far as I'd go. <laughs> I, I want to say that, too, by the way. If you were going to ask if whether or not it was a cold film, I think we... we we are going to say, say yes. yes I'd right? say absolutely. Yeah. Everybody's going to say that, right? Okay. I just thought it was maybe because it was yeah. understood. Yeah. Um, I don't want my rating to think I'm taking away from that because yeah, I would I would tell a person to watch this film. Yeah. Oh, so would I? Yes. Yeah. And like, despite not liking it, I do feel no, like because, it's one of those things. Like, if you like it's cold film, like, you it's, should this watch. This is one this. of the movies that that I would want someone else to watch because I would want 
to have the conversation we're having right now yeah. with another person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd be a, it would be, again, I, I think we said this about a lot of movies. The conversation about the movie is sometimes far more entertaining than the movie ever was. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's kind of the fun. Of, that's the kind of fun of cult films. I think is that like, that like conversation. You can definitely say that it's in the same. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I personally would like again. Like I'm not gonna go watch fucking uh, that Jodorowsky film. Uh, Holy Mountain. Mountain. Holy Mountain. Like, am I going to race out to go watch that again? You know what I mean? But I would definitely tell somebody to watch it. Right. Like, you know, I would definitely have to recommend to watch it. So I, I can see this being in the same category. Yeah, I don't for think sure. there's been many films, actually, we've done this podcast, in, in spite of how low we might have rated it, that we're like, don't watch this piece of shit. I might have said that once before. Uh, ooh, hardware for me. <laughs> I might have said that for hardware as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm not, sh- dude. I don't shy away from that. I get, I, people give me shit for that too online. I'm not scared, okay? Uh, I'm not, I'm not fucking scared, scared, okay? Yeah. Hardware sucks. <laughs> Man. All right, so we got some international reviews to do. Let's say, uh, who wants to go first? Who wants to read one? I'll go first. This one's coming at us from across the pond and from the UK. Oh, okay, there. Oh, there. Thanks, Good. Casey. Yeah, I'm just about to say <laughs> the same thing. Uh, title says episode time bandits. He gave us four out of five stars, and this is by Seafall. And his review says, "Great review for this movie. Time Bandits is a totally unique movie. There is nothing quite like it. Just try and review stuff without saying like." Apparently, Apple movies are planning an either follow-up or remake. I hope a follow-up. Time Bandits cannot be remade. The evil guy was also the MCP in the original Tron, by the way, David Warner. So thank you. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you for that little, review. Little facts. That's actually cool. When I read that, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, that he was the fucking dude from Tron. And I'm, we will we will work on our likes. Do we say like? Yeah. We, oh, say, yeah. we either say like or fuck. It's one of the yeah. two to fill in space. I feel like space. I, I use fuck to fill Those in space. Those two words are, are often yeah. used as placeholders, and uh, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we, we'll, ne- we never replace them. We'll work on yeah. it. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> right. We got two from Australia. Uh, this one is entitled Great Stuff. It's a five-star review from TZ47. And he says, a great show with four dudes just talking movies. It's insightful and funny, and their film choices keep it fresh. You like to keep it fresh. I like to keep it TZ. fresh. Thank you, TZ. You gotta stay 100% fresh. That's what we're trying to do out here, you know what I mean? Out here on the streets. And let's get to Chris for the next Australian review, shall we? All right. So the second one from Australia is a five-star review. It says, there's others like me, and it's from Peter AI. Says I just discovered your show and listened to it on my way to work, and you've made grid- gridlock traffic tolerable. So thanks. I'm a big film guy and love your reviews. Given that I like the obscure type of films you discuss, the world seems a little easier to take when you realize others share your tastes and you feel a little less alone. Some future suggestions: The Return of the Living Dead, 1986-ish, and The Sandlot. Can I tell you something? I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know robots could feel alone, and now I'm learning Skynet. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Peter AI. <laughs> do, you guys, do, you, do, you guys, do you guys think that, that that's just some AI someone's yeah. like working on their like let's see if we can leave reviews on podcasts? I do, I do. There's like Peter that. AI popping up on all the podcasts. I'm, I'm glad we got picked. But they have different names like Adam AI. Adam AI or Adam A B Bob AI. There's always a name, it's like an alphabetical. Yeah. There's all twenty six of them. Jeff AI. <laughs> Listen, no, you are not alone and welcome to the cult. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. 
All right, that's our show for this week, guys. Do us a favor. Follow us on social media, Colt Film in Review on Instagram, Colt Film underscore Review on Twitter. And then you can head over to our Facebook page, uh, uh, follow us there, and then go to YouTube and subscribe. Brand new shows out, The Basement, go check it out. Also, uh, Video Store Dropout, go check that out, both on YouTube, on our YouTube page. Make sure you like and subscribe there. You leave comments. Uh, Redbubble.com, pick yourself up a shirt, CFIR in the search bar, or Colt Film Shop. You can follow Kyle. Ah! Did you forget my name? I think you just had a long run there for a sec. It was a long run there for a sec. I had to take a deep breath. You can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at ColtFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. And you can follow Mike at MikeSolucio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Snapchat and Instagram. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join Colt, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.